0: You ready to hit Siri real quick? Yeah, let's hit some Siri. Hey, Siri. Set a timer for five minutes. Okay, your timer is set for five minutes. I love how she gives me something different every time. Or he. It's he, right? I love how you keep calling
1: her he. Well, because
0: it's weird because it's named Siri. I was not allowed to name it Jeeves. I wanted to call him Jeeves and because that would have been legit right yeah. i would know it's, it's a he but it won't allow me to change the name from siri to jeeves so at that point it's kind of androgynous it's like pat you know
1: oh i saw that movie recently oh yeah you saw it's pat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is and don't forget her partner chris or its partner chris uh there's only there's very few people that have seen it's pat the movie there's even less people that probably even know the Star uh, – I'm sorry, Star Wars. I said uh, SNL skit. Oh, it's uh, Pat. I, yeah. yeah. It's for androgyny.
0: Yeah. There's
1: one guy at work that got it that knows it, and he's seen the movie. And, <laughs> oh, man, you want to talk about, like, a background of a background of a background of a background reference? Jesus. It's, it's, it is a gold mine though. That's I, pretty I, meta right there. <laughs> I saw some old Mexican lady come in that barely spoke English, but her voice was still kind of. <laughs> and she had like the little curly afro almost, but like not really. Like it looked oh styled, goodness. but not styled. And she was very bulky and square shaped. And I'm yelling oh. at the only dude who knows it's Pat. And I'm pointing at him like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Read <laughs> and by my man, mind. And he's like, oh <laughs> shit. And he fucking looks at me and he runs over and he thinks it's something work related. Like, oh, hey. wow. And I'm like, hey, he's See that person over there at the at the counter? He's like, yeah. I was like looks like Mexican. It's Pat. And he looks and he's like, oh, fuck, it does. And it's he's like, like, hey, I thought you were fucking in trouble or something. Don't call me up for like that again.
0: <laughs> I knew a guy in high school who looked like Pat, like, like it's Pat. And one time he got mad and wanted to kick my ass, and I could not take anything he was telling me seriously. I was like, dude, come on. <laughs> Needless to say, he kicked my ass.
1: So, did, he, I mean, did no. your ass kicked by Pat? Nah, I didn't get my ass kicked by Pat.
0: <laughs> Imagine it been like if I did, right?
1: <laughs> hey, if he's your ass kicked by Chris, that's worse, way worse.
0: Ah, Chris. It, okay, so Chris is the dude from uh, from uh, Kids in the Hall, right? Yes. Yeah, right. And News Radio. I forgot his name, but I, I knew I knew him from somewhere, and then it, I like snapped one day. I was like, "Oh my God, that's where he is. That's where he's from."
1: You know, you bring that up right now. Are you a fan of *Strangers with
0: Candy*? Uh, no, I never really watched it. I think I can't. I, I'm probably, I'm sure I'd like it, but I, I never really got around to it. Some you can't watch everything, Ed. No, no, but no, but
1: that's old school. There's a, there's a specific. Uh, are you a Tracy Ullman show fan?
0: Yes, yeah, so yeah. I am a Tracy. I, I liked the Tracy Ullman show when I was a kid, and it was mainly because of The Simpsons. You know? oh, it so Yeah, Simpsons. it was mainly because of The Simpsons. Uh, I don't recall ever laughing out loud at Tracy Ullman. I felt like she was a good producer, probably not a very good comedian, because I don't ever remember laughing. I've seen her in things. I watched the Tracy Oldman show. Uh, She had something called Tracy Takes On, like, on HBO. Like, just a big yawn, you know? it's like she had The Simpsons on her. And I don't think I ever really laughed at Tracy Oldman.
1: Let me ask you, like, a kind of similar but, you know, just similar question. Did you ever laugh out loud at Benny Hill? Yes, Betty Hill. I watched it I was, one. Really, it's very, it's very basic, but it's also pretty smart comedy. Um, what about? Um, you can't do that on television. I re rewatch that later.
0: Is that the Nickelodeon show?
1: Oh, it's Canadian, but yeah, Nickelodeon brought it to us.
0: Canadian? Oh, for the, from the Canadians, from the Canucks. Yeah. Uh, from from the I remember. The Canadians. I remember you can't do that on television. Is the one where you get slimed? Yes, for
1: saying I don't know
0: yeah exactly and uh i remember watching it as a kid but I, at that it just,
1: it just passed you didn't i just thought yeah it at that
0: good. at that age i remember thinking i'd rather watch cartoons yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You
0: know, yeah. i was like yeah you know there's something else on the he-man's on or you know Ishira, you can find that, that little that guy uh
1: uh oh, what's his name uh fucking count ducula what's his name
0: count ducula i remember count ducula I also like, remember the raccoons. Do you remember the raccoons? That I don't. I think you're watching. It's on the Disney channel. Oh, sorry. Darkwing Duck. Oh, I love Darkwing
1: Duck. Ah, that's what you're watching. Right?
0: That was part of the Disney afternoon. Like, oh, I love, dude, I, I remember so much about the Disney afternoon. It's not even funny. Okay.
1: Here's a weird question. Did you watch danger mouse? Because that's, Oh, I, did watch I feel, danger I, feel mouse. I feel like it always hits at the perfect time. <laughs>
0: Welcome hey. to Cabin Fever, I am Tony G, and alongside me is The Essential One, Mr. Ed Gudea. I, I don't have to, if you don't want to use your whole name, I can do this again. Yeah, no. Fine, let's do it again. I'm going to roll with that. The Essential One, Essentialsaurus Rex, the the Count of Essential Cristo, Ed. Nice. Big Ed. Welcome, what's going on? What's up What's up with you today?
1: Nice, man. You are definitely uh, keeping true to your promise to give me a new nickname every time, and the, the Monte Cristo one, I'm... I'm highly impressed with. I'm going to be honest. I'm
0: looking like Jesse Ventura and Morning man. Point that you say, Yes. Wow. Well,
1: well, it's part of your background. Nobody <laughs> knows that, though. You
0: didn't have to. Your- ah, well, either way, we're sitting here having ourselves a drink over in on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. I got my, my garage door open right now. It's gorgeous outside. Of course, it's also hot as balls inside of here because it is not uh, insulated. <laughs> so I'm sweating. I'm spitting like a whore in church. But I will say this. I'm just happy to see you and happy to have a good time right here, right here on Cabin Fever.
1: I uh, wholeheartedly agree with that, I think is the way I would
0: phrase it. Yeah, or with me spitzing like a horn church. Thanks.
1: You call me a whore? No, I'm not around you, so I can't smell you. I don't care. I'm out here in Texas where it's like one oh six if I go sit on my patio in the shade. It's one oh two out here. One oh two. Is that close? Okay, this is the weird thing. I know you live in the valley and like... The valley's hot, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's hot like a motherfucker. But like, so when I moved out here, one of the first times I encountered uh, weather in the summer, uh, people were already warning me before at work. Like, oh yeah, it's about to be June, it's about to be July in Texas, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yeah. I've been in the valley for a long right, time. Right, yeah. I know what heat is. I know that dry, like, air been to Arizona. I know that dry... That, that dry sea. heat. When it kicks up to like... <laughs> 110 out here and it's weird how increment it's almost like um how you do the scale for earthquakes right like each richter each number you go up is like 10 times the previous one before it so when you get to like 102 3 104 it's incrementally hotter than like 98 and 95
0: right, right? it's just because of the Was well, it the humidity i i, I remember <laughs> hearing pray tell of songs of texas where it's just like the weather is just it's because it's so humid i think uh, how long you've been in san antonio what, a couple of years now two years Tyler. two years you know like i think that's how long it took me to get used to being up here you know like two years uh you know in the valley because yeah. uh, we both came from just a frame of reference we both came from uh the west side of los angeles which is basically where all the rich people just uh went ahead and gentrified the hell out of it it's uh and, and that's and they did that because it is a desirable place to live weather-wise. Like the lots are way smaller. It does not matter because the weather is far more far more uh, agreeable. Uh, it's, it, never, it rarely gets higher than 90 on a hot day. If it's 90 degrees over there, that's a hot day. Everybody's bitching and moaning. Over here, a hot day for me is like, oh, wow, it's 90. That's awesome. And uh, that's, that's something that you don't get used to until you've been somewhere for a while. Like, my, my cousin Stevie did that when he moved over here uh, from Arizona. He would actually, on a 90-degree day, he'd be wearing, like, his like a, like a thin jacket. And I'm like, what is going on? Why are you wearing that? And he's like, well, not bad to me. You know, well, he's from uh, Arizona.
1: Shout-out
0: cousin Stevie, by the way. Yeah.
1: Well, well, we just had him on. I mean, totally. totally uh, Shout-out lost cousin episode.
0: Lost cousin episode. <laughs>
1: No, no, but, uh, yeah, L.A. is in the uh, the Mediterranean climate, and I think it feels like it ends right where the, <laughs> where the valley begins. Like, <laughs> from, like from San Diego up to L.A., it's definitely that, like – That's the, super desirable. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. ocean breeze it's not too hot. But as soon as you cross, you go on the 405, and you cross those mountains past Bel Air.
0: Yeah. And, um, what also doesn't – to be fair, what also doesn't help is if you live in the valley, you have the Santa Monica mountain range. It oh, yeah. actually cuts off the ocean from the valley. So you don't get that breeze that you get from the west side of, of uh, yeah. Los Angeles. So that, that's also a very big deal. Uh, I know because I was wondering why it was so hot and what got to the bottom of it. And that fig- uh, it all figured it out. So you're sitting basically in the sun bowl. And, uh, and that's what I do every day. And that's what I'm doing right now.
1: Don't forget and- the pollution bowl.
0: Pollution bowl. You know, we could talk about pollution if you'd like, but uh I, that's probably a big reason why it's 102 out here when it used to be when I first moved over here. Eh, it'd probably be 98.
1: It's like uh, when it's like when you fly into L.A. and you uh, you go through that like layer of just filth and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you drive into the valley, you can see a slight layer of pollution that sits above everything. I'm sure it definitely magnifies stuff, but it's because it's a bowl. like you said, it's a bowl. Like there's no wind. To blow everything away. The best time in the valley is after a storm. Oh, yeah. Well, we, you know, actually,
0: I, I kind of have well, been out here a long time. Uh, there's two types of weather in the valley, bad and worse. Um, <laughs> and it's usually really, really hot or super cold and windy. And when it's really nice when the wind comes through. If it's not windy the next day, the air quality is really nice. Because it's just pushing all that bad that, that air out of here. Yeah. And the winds around here, are really, they get really high, like real high, like desert wind. Like if you had like a, if you had a sail on your car and you were going into one particular direction, <laughs> you wouldn't even have to use your engine. You just put that thing in neutral and it'll take you. Like, you know, like...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I've, I've also, I've also been in a car going up that hill. I didn't think it was going to make it. Mm. That is a scary, scary thing. Gary thought, "Yeah, just to be <laughs> up a hill okay. and in a, in a raggedy ass car." <laughs> I mean, imagine in olden times you have two horses that you think might die while they're taking you to where you need to go, and then what do you do? Uh, shoot the
0: shoot the horses, cut a piece of ha- cut, cut a of meat off of them, and for later, and then walk.
1: <laughs> you can't do that in front of other people that are driving in
0: cars. <laughs> okay, look. I'm going to say this. I just This is an offshoot of being, the being in the valley. My parents still live on the west side. Oh. And they live fairly close to the entrance to the west side. They live in West Los Angeles. So my parents, they went ahead and went to a barbecue at my dad's cousin's house. My dad has some cousins, uh, not that many, not as many as me, obviously. But, you know, only one of them lives fairly close. They're in Granada Hills, which is 11 miles away from their home in... Over the hill, over the Sepulveda Pass <laughs> in West Los Angeles, Granada Hills is basically like the heart of, well, kind of the heart of, of uh, the valley, the San Fernando Valley. It's kind of right smack down in the middle. Uh, my geography might be off, but who cares? Uh, it's 11 miles. So my, my dad had a little too much to drink, as, as, you know, as a good, solid Mexican man is wont to do. Uh, then my, so my mom got mad at him, and they kind of had a little, like, Blow out not in front of anybody, but like you know, off to the side. And my mom was like, Well, I'm out of here. and He goes, Well, go then, which is something that never happens with my parents. Like, they're like, They're they are, they are they are good to suffer in silence, they're gonna go ahead and make their move. But my dad was like, Fine, go then. And he like stuck around, had another couple pops, you know, like just like I'm gonna stick, you know.
1: I like the dad, so
0: he goes, I'll walk home. And when my, when my mom said that, when he said that to my mom, I'll walk home, she was like, bullshit, and got in the car and left. <laughs> my dad walked home 11 miles in the middle of the night from Granada Hills to his home in, in West Los Angeles.
1: Are you fucking serious? You walked over that
0: hill? 11 miles over the Sepulveda Pass.
1: Do you know how many times I drive? Bet- I used to drive between there, and I'd see somebody on the side of the road walking, and I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to prove right
0: now? Yeah. And my dad was pr- most likely fueled on just Johnny Walker and rage. You
1: yeah, know, like, that's yeah. enough to get you across the hill. It,
0: it, I think it is. And if you know my dad, like, it, it very much is. Uh, my mom, who was pretty heated at the to that point, was like, she at first she thought maybe he's going to take a cab when he walked home and his feet were all red and swollen and he was just laying there sleeping on the couch and she saw his feet. She's like, damn, this motherfucker walked all the way over here. And she she spread the tail. Like it was, you know, Paul Bunyan, you know, lifting, (laughs) doing something, you know, like he walked all the way. I can't believe it. You know, like thinking that like the ridiculousness of it was going to make my dad look bad, I think possibly, uh, or make him look like this stubborn mule, she got the mule part right, because it dude walked 11 miles all the way over, over the hill. Yeah, and I, I, and I believe every word of it, because, like, yeah. I don't think I've ever not believed this, an outrageous story from a person who was obviously mad at my father and then repeated it verbatim,
1: and then, you know,
0: it was just, just made him look like a badass. Well, really I, mean, I mean, part
1: of the reason is I've seen people broken down on the side of the highway, and, and um, I hope he did not take the freeway. He most likely walked the path, or yeah, he probably you know, but, found, you know, but, but I could also, I know your dad, I can also imagine him being like, I'm going to walk line. the fucking hill yeah. straight up.
0: You know what? That heavy. that would be, I talked to him about it. He's like, I don't remember. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> like, So yeah, I he, I could he's see him doing that. I could definitely. Yeah. He probably just mustered up and walked the highway. He walked the 405 because yeah. you know, uh, my dad, I mean, if you walk the, if you walk, what is that? Uh, not Mulholland. What's the name of that? Uh, Sepulveda. If you watch Sepulveda, that's a lot of twists and turns. If, and you know what?
1: The next time, you talk, next time the story comes up with your dad, ask him how many coyotes he had to choke out on his way home. <laughs> He'll probably just make up a, a number. So, yeah, two and a half. I let so, one live.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, to tell the tale. Tell, tell all his friends.
1: <laughs> I made a coonskin cap out of one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Side. So yeah, let's it just feels, weather, yeah.
0: So it really does like uh, <laughs> that's that a fun story, but just it really does feel like it's just getting the weather is getting crazier. You know the the climate change is a thing. Let's be fair. Anybody who says it isn't obviously doesn't go outside because
1: don't, don't make this political, please.
0: No, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it political, but I am gonna say that if you live in Texas, it's probably pretty bad considering that a hurricane went ahead and hit Houston, which is what, 10 miles inland, right? Yeah. Yeah, and flooded it. So that's – and when does a hurricane – and it seems also seems that every time there's a hurricane, it's worse than the last one, correct? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's not like a – it's like, what, are hurricanes trying to outdo each other just because they got names? Like, no, it's like they're – Yeah, just of course getting, they are. Yeah, it's like Irene saw what Katrina did, and was like, "Oh, I got you." Like, like, no, it's <laughs> that's too bad.
1: Xavier is gonna wreck the yeah. whole world.
0: Yeah, and, and I look, I, you know, I get just I muse a lot since I have a lot of time on my hands, and I just muse the idea that what kind of world are we leaving for our kids when I'm done here? Like, if the world's in a shooting gallery of weather that is just displacing people and murdering you. And just because, you know, you wanted to save some money on gas or didn't want to buy an electric car or, or just couldn't, had to eat all that steak, like, are you really doing the right thing? I mean, look, real quick, how do you feel about the weather right now? What, does, does the weather bother you? The fact that the weather is more and more extreme every single year, does that bother you?
1: Um, it doesn't bother me but I, because I think it is a natural cycle that we're not accustomed to. Uh, I do think there's also things that we as human beings on the planet, being the, uh, the, the virus on Mother Gaia, we have increased. But I'm not too worried about it.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to see this as like the, the earth is like a dog and we're like fleas. So what's happening is the earth is more, is like first it's like trying to scratch it a little bit. And now it's like frantically scratching as hard as it can to like get us to stop or get us to die, like to try to get out, get rid of its fleas. You know, it's a living thing and we don't treat it like that. You know, and think about it. Like we, we frack for, for natural gas, something that's super outdated. There are all kinds of other things we could do for energy yet. We don't do it. We yeah. basically just rely on something that is, uh, that is an outdated, outmoded way of, of fueling our society. And yet we still do it because that's where the money is. Yeah. That's where, yeah.
1: is aren't worth shit.
0: Yeah. And it's, that bothers me because I feel like, I just saw something on, something with Zac Efron on Netflix.
1: Oh, I just saw that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he went to Iceland and Iceland runs its entire society off of, uh, off of volcanic, volcanic gas rivers and uh, now all of its electricity is based on volcanic gas, rivers, and uh, I think the last one All good emotions. And, and solid, positive thinking. Uh, it, but either way, zero dependency on fossil fuels. Yep. And it's like, that could happen. Even they're like, yeah, it could happen. You could try and do it. But uh, if your infrastructure is already set in a way, it has to break before- you can you can fix it or replace it. You have replacing something for something that large is really hard to do. But instead of worrying about things that really aren't that important, I feel like that's kind of the more important part of the whole puzzle. And I think that's why I'm kind of passionate about the weather. Like I know most people talk about the weather because they have nothing else to say about anything. You know, it's like you talk to somebody when you're, when you're at your kid's you know, his friend's birthday party and you gotta talk to his dad who you don't give a damn about. You're like, hey, yeah, so-
1: I've never met you before. It's been hot for three days, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Super you hot, right? To- yeah. You we could both
1: yeah. you get you beer. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's kind of like a, a code word for give me a beer. I'm at your house. <laughs> but that's how I feel about it. I feel like if it's kind of the most important thing that everybody takes for granted. And Ultimately, I'm not going to feel this pinch. And you think it's cyclical, which it, maybe it is. But perhaps that cycle, like what if there's catastrophic, you know, at the end of the cycle to get it to flip over to become the cycle again? What are those catastrophic consequences? I mean, there is a tipping point, but the
1: magnetic poles are going to flip in the next decade anyway.
0: So there we go. Like day after, Do you think day after tomorrow or 2012?
1: I'm not saying that those are going to be the results, but – It's definitely going to be a time where Palm Springs is the West Coast.
0: Well, I guess we'll see you guys down in Arizona Bay.
1: And that's due to weather.
0: Yeah, well, and that's my my whole point about this. That bothers me. It's like we sit around and talk about things that – Look, something – obviously, some social issues matter. A lot of social issues matter. But if you're not at any point thinking about the world that you live in, you're basically – you're you're not even thinking you're putting the cart before the horse. You're not thinking about, okay, we live like my house is all jacked up, but my lawn, I really gotta fight for my lawn. Right? And it's like well you don't gotta fight for your lawn. You gotta fight for the roof of your house because there's a storm coming. You know, you gotta or the, the you know, your your foundation's all jacked up, you know, or whatever. And that's I feel like that's the problem with with our society. There's a lot of things that people put before something that's very, very important. I mean, and now, I mean, if anything is, you know, I don't want to politicize it, but you could just take a look at what, what has just happened in the past four years and you'll go, okay, yeah, we don't care about it that much. You
1: could say the past four weeks, there's a lot of people making sure they have a pretty lawn instead of realizing they could get a um, drought-resistant lawn for free built by the city. At no charge, but they want that green lawn, right? For some reason, and it's you, passe. You really, you really clung in. on to that metaphor, didn't you? Yeah, it's passe, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just get that drought-resistant lawn, so that way the rest of us can have water, or your next generation can drink something, because weather is tough. A shot kicking in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: This is big cabin Fever. And I, I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna go ahead and get this thing insulated because I am sweating so I'm draunched in sweat right now. Like like I'm wet t-shirt contest tone right here. And if you guys ever want to talk about the weather or talk about anything else, you want you go ahead and hit us up at I 400 four hundred at gmail.com. That is I got the fever. Oh all, all one word with the word with the number 400 behind it at gmail.com.
1: I'm also going to open up a website called mebeschvitzing.com.
0: How about Schwitzing?
1: No, schwitzing. What does that even mean? Exactly. It's bad grammar all around. That's
0: bad Yiddish all around. Well, either way, we will catch you guys next week when we talk about something completely different or maybe even the same thing and just do it in a different way. We will catch you guys
1: then. Be safe. Be strong. Hey, wear a mask. And just remember, like Bonesaw said in the first Spider-Man movie, you're going nowhere. That is true. You're not. Later. Playtime.